Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. Smoke it up, honey. Hey, stoners. <laughs> <laughs> You're nuts. Speaking of, I could possibly have be having a little wake and bake. You're definitely having a wake and bake, although it's noon. We are acting like it's early morning. I know, but I'm in a great mood today. Oh, great. I don't even know why. I'm just like, it is just honestly a great day. Oh my gosh. All right, I'm, well. I'm feeling so much gratitude. I just really am. Maybe I should be smoking while you're smoking. You know what? Honestly, everybody should, even though I'm not suggesting everybody <laughs> smoke. I'm just saying that I just feel like when I, like I said, it's just, it's good for me personally. I feel like it's a great medicine and that it does just make you kind of get all in your feels and like, I, it just makes me grateful. And I am just, that's how I feel today. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Uh, So anyway, maybe I'm feeling grateful because I just, I went on a little road trip alone to go see, to surprise Noah at her show in Indianapolis. And she was so excited and like so surprised that I drove there. She was so happy. She started sobbing, but she then decided to ride back to Nashville with me and just like, she had to be back. So I literally, she rode back with me and I dropped her at the Nashville airport. We had the absolute best time. <laughs> I mean, like it was crazy. So on the way back. You love a road trip more than anyone I know. And you know what? So does Noah. Uh-huh. She has always loved a road trip. We yeah, just right. love being in the car. It's so weird. I So it. we had so much fun. So we left and we decided we were going to meet my friends, Paula and Missy. Who Missy had to drive three hours too. Paul only had to drive an hour. And we all met in Louisville and had lunch for like a few hours. And we had so much fun. It was crazy. And then we get in the car and we had to get off in this little Kentucky town. What was it called? I have to look back. But it was so cute. So when we got off to have gas, not going to lie, we thought there was a um, Cinnabon. It said there was a Cinnabon off that exit. Oh, my gosh. We could not find it. But what we did find was the cutest little town ever. And it had so many cute vintage shops that we had like 30 minutes to spare. And so we went vintage shopping at these little vintage furniture stores. It was so much fun. And then for the next three hours of our drive after that, we just talked about everything, sang country music to the top of our lungs, and honestly just had the best time. Wow. That's amazing. It was great. And then we decided, because her and I are kind of like on trips, like I do like a sightsee, that I think it's so much more fun if you're stoned while you're sleeping. Oh, I'm sure it is. And so we decided we kind of are the perfect road trip partners. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we were like, do we do a across-the-country road trip? And we're maybe. Thinking, maybe. I think you guys should do that. I think we should. Yeah. It'd be so fun. It does sound fun. Yeah. For you, you know, too. Look, we both <laughs> also, the only time we talk a lot is if we're stoned. So I feel like we're oh also gosh. good at, like not doing anything but also i don't know it just sounds fun so we're thinking about it maybe that's a show Mm -hmm. i definitely think that could be a show (laughs) me too yeah and so anyway just had the best time what have you been doing well i was also in kentucky at a horse show you know i was in lexington at the beautiful kentucky horse park uh and i have to give a shout out 
this isn't YFT, but it deserved a ding, um, to this cute little restaurant. I've already told you about it, but I have to let the stoners in. So there's this town called Georgetown. It's right past Lexington. And we went to eat not once, but twice at this adorable farm to table spot called Local Feed. It was some of the best food I have ever had in my whole life. Just like really good, like Southern cooking, you know, like all the sides Ugh, were like yum. mac and cheese and potatoes, but it was just like, it wasn't like Cracker Barrel style. It was like elevated mac and cheese and elevated mashed potatoes and gravy, green beans that were soaked in this like soy sauce stuff, like just so good. I didn't have the steak. It looked amazing. I had a burger that was just phenomenal. I think they have like a local farm where they get all their meat from and everything. Like it was just the best spot. So if you're in Kentucky and you're anywhere near Georgetown, highly recommend you got to go check out local feed. It's so good. Honestly, there are so many good little like spots like that. I feel like to eat around there because my friend Paula lives there. Mm -hmm. And she, when I drive through there, she always takes me to the cutest little farm to table places like that. But it is the most beautiful area ever. Yeah, it's amazing. I loved it. Kentucky's gorgeous. It, it really it is. It really is. I wish uh, there was a better airport situation there because I feel like I could now. live there if there was. Oh, it is so stunning. And even like when I really think about it, like West Virginia too is just such a beautiful state. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like that's a good place to travel through. It is just so, so pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, we're by, I kept seeing signs on the freeway and everything like Ashland this way. And I was like, oh, my old stomping grounds. Oh, I would just love to be there. I love Ashland. You're so funny. But honestly, if I was going to live in Kentucky, the area of Georgetown you're talking about. I mean, it is just, it's so cute and quaint. My mm -hmm. friend Paula, she's a realtor there. Um, and she was telling me about a lot of the horse farms that she's been showing. They're, they're beautiful. Yeah. She said they're so beautiful and people like take such good care of them. Oh, yeah. Um, she said like they're immaculate and just really, really gorgeous. But she loves it there. And it is like just driving through there, Noah and I both were like, as we were driving through Kentucky, we were like, this honestly is so beautiful. And it's just something about all the rocks and the cliffs and the, I don't know. It's just so pretty. It's amazing. Okay. So when you were in, where was Noah playing? Indianapolis? Indianapolis. Did you see some stoners while you were there? Okay. It was so funny because uh, literally... We have some stoner fans. And so, first of all, I told Noah that she kind of had the coolest crowd I've ever seen. Oh, really? Like, I'm, I really love, like, being on stage. I said this about Molly at Lala, is that it's so fun to be on stage and see it from their viewpoint. Mm -hmm. um, because when you're down with everybody else, like, you don't really get to see the crowd. And so, I, like, told Noah when we were leaving, I was like, okay. That was one of the coolest crowds I've ever seen. Like, Whoa. there were so many cute guys. All oh. of those were cool. And so, at one point, somebody, even though it is very illegal, uh, marijuana <laughs> in Indiana. And, <sighs> but some, of course, a couple people gave Noah weed on stage. And at one point, she goes, I have to tell you, I think my mom, I should be, you should be giving this to my mom more than me or something funny. And all this huge group of girls literally started going, sorry, we're stoned. So they were like, uh, uh. group of the cutest girls. And they kept going, Tish, we love sorry, we're stoned. And it was just this group of really cool, cute girls. And I was like, ah, we have got some sickening stones. You're like, I've got fans. <laughs> it was so fun. That's amazing. Well, shout out to those stoners that came out to see Noah. That's super cool. It was so cool. But she did like, what I loved about it is that I don't really, you know, think even Noah realizes I, or I realize how many huge songs. Like, she's got a lot of songs that every single person at that place knew. Like, Incredible. a lot. Yeah. It was kind of insane. It was like, again, Live or Die, Make Me, Lonely, July, Dear August. Like, Noah has got some bangers out there. Oh, all right. It was kind of like crazy to see. Like people were singing every word. And I mean, like passionately. <laughs> I'm going to put up some video. It was awesome. Uh, I'm surprised you haven't already. I know. I need to. So 
I feel like you're falling off your social media game just a hair. And I'm going to need you to start posting some more. Okay, okay, okay. The thing is, is I don't really... First of all, uh, when somebody posts something, and mostly the kids of things that you guys are doing or like have done or like a piece of a video, I don't understand. How do I get that and repost it? (sighs) I don't really know. Sometimes you can like hit the little airplane looking thing and And put it on your story. Uh Put it on your story. You know, you can screen record if it's a video, technically. Do you know how to screen record? That's always a good way. But Instagram doesn't make it super easy to reshare. Got it. Uh-huh. That makes a lot more sense. Uh-huh. All right. Well, um, what have you been watching? Oh, honey. You just like, why? okay, I was so opposed to being part of Bachelor Nation. Like, <laughs> I mean, like. Everyone I, is until they're in it. I literally was like, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't even understand how this show exists. It's so degrading and all this. And now I'm like all in. Oh, yeah. Like, all in. Yeah. Just watched the finale. <sighs> Honestly, God, I feel, I, I know this is controversial, but I feel so bad for Greg. Okay. Now let's go back to when we talked about this before, because I said, when Greg left, I said, honestly, I felt like Greg was being dramatic uh-huh. and had a complete mental breakdown. And I felt like she was saying to him out there, no, like if you leave, there's no reason for me to stay. Like I knew you were the one from the start. You got the first impression. You got the an, another rat. Like she was, I felt saying everything she could possibly say to him to make him know. I kind of feel like he was the one. And then I think obviously he left. And then she was like, well, I'm not going to be with the guy that walks out every time things get hard. But I felt like she was, and then you felt opposite. You felt yeah. like she wasn't. Yeah. Saying all the right things. I didn't. I felt like she, I I kind of agreed with him where he poured his his heart out and then she just kind of sat there and stared at him and gave him a, like he said, gave him a pat on the back kind of thing. But here's the bottom line here. Here's the bottom line. These two are not a match, right? Like he is not her kind of guy. She is not his kind of girl. And I feel like they got caught up in, like, I think when you're in, like, when you're filming that show, it's a bubble, right? And I think you mm-hmm. get really caught up in the feels and, and they, like, they make it so that you start having all these feelings. That's their job, right? Is to create this atmosphere where you feel things for the other person. And I think, like, yeah, there were feelings there. Obviously, like, they were probably okay. attracted to each other and whatever. And then I, I, I just really think the way Katie started to react to him when they started arguing there at the, at the, on the last episode he was on before he left, I think it was like a big eye opener for him of like, oh, this is who Katie is. You know what I mean? This is the kind of girl she is. And I'm not sure this is, I'm not sure I'm in love with this girl. You know what I mean? And I think just based on the fact that he poured his heart out, that's how she reacted. He didn't get what he needed. And then he was kind of seeing this other side of her. I think he left. And then I kind of think for her too, like, I think, she, I think, I don't think, I think she needs like a stronger man. That's not as an emotional and more logical, like Blake, like he's got his head on straight and doesn't, you know, like just blow up with like emotion all the time. Like, I just think they both, for the both of them, it just wasn't the right match. Um, I think it was really hard to sit through after the final rose, watching her go at him because some of the things she was saying, like for her to sit there and be like, you're, you're faking, you're acting like this is all contrived. I'm sorry. The shake in his voice was not faked. Like he, that's not something you fake. Like he's not that good of an actor. And Um, and and I hate when she actually, when he said, I'm not Meryl Streep and she goes, Oh, believe me, we know. Yeah. I thought like she was pretty hard on him. Pretty harsh. And I don't know, like I I just couldn't have sat there. I, after watching the aunt go after Blake, I see where Katie gets it. <laughs> right? Same. She was insane. I mean, I felt sorry for him. I did too. And honestly, if I were Katie, I would have been pissed. I'd be like, hello, you're ruining everything I've just built no, up. And when she goes, 
And you know what? You'll be here if we want you here. I know. You'll be here if Katie wants you here. Why isn't this a we thing? That's a little much. It was very intense. I'm like, she needs to calm. But I just like, I'm sure for Greg to watch that all this back, he's just probably, I mean, I think he should feel pretty good about like, this all worked out the right way. Like, this is not my girl. This is not what was meant for me and, and feels good about moving on. But it was funny to me because I felt like, you know, she kept throwing on him, like, you're pretending you're an actor. It was all fake. But then at the very end, when he says, I wish the best for you, and then she waits a beat and she says, I wish the best for you. I'm sorry. It was the fakest thing I've ever heard. Talk ever. about faking it. She just, and like, I, and I she did not mean like that. Meant, I feel like he meant it. Me too. Like, I feel like he's pretty sincere. Me too. And I, I don't know, just after watching his hometown and the way his family was and the way they spoke about him too, like, I, I just don't think he's the guy she's making him out to be. And I feel bad for him. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge difference. I can too. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. (laughs) Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush it out. This is amazing. So tell the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. All right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda free and paraben free, plus it's pH balanced for safe use. I know for me, like I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and like what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, 
it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. Greg, you know what? If you want to talk to DRMT about your feelings, I would love to talk about your feelings and find you a really sweet girl. You need to be with somebody like, I'm not saying me because I am a little old for you. But somebody like me that's yeah. gentle and sensitive. You're not gentle and, and sensitive. We'll kick, and then we'll kick your butt every now and then. No. But actually, he's so sweet. He's too sweet. Like, I would say, like, call me, but I don't. I think I'm too tough for Greg. You would all be <laughs> terrible with Greg. I know. You know what? I was crushing. Let's he's a nice call girl. Noah. No, 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 no. No? No. Okay, I'm going to think about this one because I think Greg deserves love. Yeah. Honestly, if Kirsten was single, I'd be like, you should call Kirsten. Are you joking? <laughs> Kirsten's Kirsten nice. Is, she would literally obliterate me. <laughs> is nuts. I don't even know a nice girl for Greg. I don't I have either. to think about this. I need some nice girlfriends. All right. Here we go. Bottom line. Yeah, it all worked out. I think Katie and Blake are the right match. Happy for them. A little sad for Greg. Hope he finds some redemption here somehow. Surely he's going to be a good girl after this. And I'm ready for Paradise. Did you, did you watch that teaser for Paradise? I, I have not watched it yet. Oh I my god! But I'm it's downloading so it. So good. It, well, I don't think it's out yet. No, I'm going to download a oh Paradise. a previous season. Yeah, yeah. But this season is going to be so good. When's it start? Monday. Cannot wait. Can't wait. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay. Well, but, uh, you know, because I'm new to the Ben, I literally just went back because I love it because I know Ben Higgins so well, who I love. And he was, they all, they say he was the, uh, the most loved bachelor. Yes. I understand why. Mm-hmm. I love Ben. He is such a good guy. And then I know Olivia. So, like, it was so funny just to watch the two of them, which is so weird. So Um, weird. I I just finished that season, and I absolutely loved it. Although, uh, Ben, honey, (laughs) I wish you could have had Call a Friend, only it was called Tizzle. (laughs) (laughs) Led you in a different direction. I really would have. Like, uh, yeah. Call Tizzle. Call Tizzle. And do you think we could pitch that? (laughs) Oh, No. Can we have whales on Bachelor in Paradise called Tizzle? That would be the best thing ever. So fun. But anyway, so I'm all into that. And I was actually, I need something to watch. Yeah, I feel like um, there's a little bit of a lot. There's a lot of reality like trash. So I don't like that. I know. It's not really, it's not something you can, at least me, I can't binge watch trash TV. I can do like one episode and then I've just kind of got to watch something else. But Love is Blind, which you loved, they have these three reunion episodes out. Do you know about this? What? (laughs) And okay, don't get me wrong. They're complete trash. Like trash TV to the max. It's the most drama I've ever seen. Love is Blind. So basically, it's three episodes. I think they're 45 minutes. And they're having like a two-year anniversary party for the two couples that made it, right? Like the Barnetts and then uh, Lauren and um, Cameron. Is that his name? Yep. So it's like them two are right, are like the ones that made it. So they're having like an anniversary party for them. But everyone's invited. And you don't understand the drama that unfolds. First of all, Barnett's wife scares me. I don't ever want to be on her. her bad side. She, like, she hates Jessica so much that apparently, well, first of all, not only will she not speak to Jessica at this party, she has forbidden Barnett to speak to Jessica at this party. So if Jessica, 
poor I actually felt bad for her because she started crying. But she walks up to Barnett to like hand him a gift that she got for them. It's like wine glasses or something. And he literally is like, uh, I I I I can't and walks away. Like won't even accept her gift because That's he's so terrible. terrified of his wife. Yeah. I mean, I get or whatever. It. Are they married? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're married. So anyway, that was insane. And then also, I guess, because she what's his wife's name? Barnett's wife? Amber. Amber, thank you. I always want to call her April. Amber. She, I guess, hates Jessica so much. She best friended Mark, right? Because, you know, Jessica screwed Mark. Okay, well, apparently Mark is not the good guy we thought he was. Apparently he has been, yeah, he's not even on the show. He won't come to the anniversary party. So you know he did some wrong shit. But, like, apparently he was talking to Elsie, who was on the show, and then was leading Elsie on and then went and started dating another girl who he got pregnant. And apparently he's with this other girl who's pregnant and blew off Elsie. But Amber is like screaming at Elsie because she's team Mark and diamond is team Elsie and is trying to defend Elsie and say, well, Mark owes her an apology because you know, he made it seem like they were dating and then he went and got this other girl pregnant. And Amber's like, he doesn't owe anybody anything. He's not in the wrong. You're in the wrong. Like, she just freaks. It's insane. Oh, I'm They're, watching that today. You have I to watch it immediately. It's just I full am. of drama. And then also. Okay, okay, wait. Are you saying he started dating Elsie after the show? Yeah, I think they started talking on Instagram and dating after the show. And then, but now he's like with some other girl and he doesn't even show up to the party, which is crazy. And then um, the other side story that's fascinating is, so, you know, Gigi, the beautiful blonde girl that's just like a little crazy, who like Damien, the redheaded guy, you know. Oh, love her. Love her. So, but you know, they didn't do, they didn't get married at the altar or whatever, but apparently they've been sort of dating for the past two years, but not living together. But he was seen out with Francesca from Too Hot to Handle. And he brings Francesca to this anniversary party and Gigi is livid. It's insane. You gotta watch. Is that what they call her, Gigi? Yeah. Is that her name? Gianna or something? Uh, Giannina or something. But yeah. He calls her Gigi. The guy well, does. I follow her on Insta, and they have not been together for a while. My God. I love her. I love her, love her, love her. And I thought he, like, should have been, like, I love you, G, but you do, you seem like you can get a little emotional. But she is hot. And he, Yeah, she is. He is not cute. But, but he scored this hot, too hot to handle girl. I'm like, what is going on here? Yeah. You got to watch it. You got to watch it. So finished that. And then I also started F boy Island, which it's not really grasping me. I mean, it's funny. I think Nikki Glazer is hilarious. Great choice for host, but the guys are just like, not that cute. And like, listen, half of them say they're nice guys. None of these guys are nice guys. These are all <laughs> fuck boys who signed up for a reality television show on HBO. None of them are nice. No, no. No. So started that. So, you know, just like lots of trash TV, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm waiting for some good fall TV to come back in the next month. I, I mean, I'm holding out for Yellowstone, which I can't even talk to you for not starting. It's just so good. I know I need to do it. You really do. Okay. Well, I'm so excited to go watch Love is Blonde. Are they not going to do a season of that? I mean, I think they are. And, and it was such a tease because I saw new episodes, right, on the thing. And I was like, oh, season two. And you click on it and it's like some reunion thing. But I'm worth so a watch. Sh- but I would have thought that they would have gotten a second one out so quick. I know. I mean, I guess because of COVID they didn't film. I don't know. Oh, that might be why. Yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, and now the showrunners from that show are show running FBoy Island. So I just like for me, that was my favorite dating show ever. Yeah, it was really good. I loved it. I know. I think they will bring it back. I just I don't know when. So that's what I've been watching. Is there any other scripted TV? Not really. Outer Banks season two is out, and I haven't been able to watch that yet. So that's on my list. Um, oh, Stella, Stella loved that. Her and her mom both already finished it. Yeah, I love, everyone loves Outer Banks. It's just kind of like a like a nice, easy watch. But other yeah. than that, I really don't know if there's anything else out. I have not been able to find anything to watch. I swear I get stoned. And, like, I spend, <laughs> like, at least an hour going from Hulu to Amazon to Netflix to everything. Like, and I'll be looking and finally I'm like, screw this. Like, honestly, like I'm just going to like, last night I actually bought a book and started reading it. Cause I literally sat in school for an hour and could not find anything to watch. Yeah. Honestly, I should read more. <laughs> it's a bummer. I just started a new book. So I'll let you know how that goes. Okay. Love that. Should we do some DMTs? I think definitely. Yeah. 
some deer MTs. Let me pull them up. Hey guys, hope you're well. Um, just calling. I have six tattoos and um, was curious of what y'all had and how many you guys had and what they meant to you. Also, I'm going to be in Nashville in a couple months and was wondering if you guys had any good um, places to get tattoos. So it'd be awesome. Um, but other than that, hope you guys have a great day and stay soon. Tats. I have way too many to even consider counting. What's your favorite tattoo that you have? Do you have a favorite? I don't know if I have a favorite. Uh, do I have a favorite? Hmm. I don't have a favorite. I do love this butterfly on my wrist that I'll post a picture of. And Noah got one that matches it identically. And I've always loved it. And I think I love it because I love the placement of it. Like, it's something I've never gotten tired of. It's, I don't really have color besides it. I hardly have any color. But I, I would say maybe that one just because I do love the placement of it so much. And then I have one that Dr. Wu did that I love because he's super cool. And, I, and, I, and he just hand drew it. And so I love it too. But I have to say, I think I love my butterfly the best. But I don't know. Oh, okay. I still love them all. I still love them all. Really? Except I could do without the wings on the old back. Ooh, that that was a really that was a commitment and a bold choice. That I can't I, believe you did that. I literally like I pray one day that they'll have something where you can just wipe it clean and start Ooh. over, and it's not so painful. Because I probably would do that. It's truly the only thing I regret, and it's like it's a big one. Yeah, it is. The good news is, is I don't have to see it. Yeah, no, and no one else really sees it. No, no, that's crazy. Yeah. That was, that was not a smart decision on, <sighs> yeah. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the Stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love Mood. Yeah, Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single Mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you uh, say? You know what? I, I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. You know what? I feel like of all the tattoos, a lot of people really regret when they do a big back piece like that. I have a friend. I'm not going to put her on blast, but one of my really good friends, hers isn't as dark as yours. It's a very lightly drawn piece, but it does take up her whole back. And she had, I think she had it removed. Like she really regretted it too. So I know. I mean, that would take forever. Yeah. Hers, hers wasn't, it was hard, hard to explain. Like it didn't cover the whole back, but it went from the top all the way to the bottom. And it was just, uh, it was a lot. So I think she had it taken off, but yeah, back tats are, are, people are regretting that. I feel. Don't you think that someday they'll be able to do it in way less sessions and it'll be way like. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Cause Dr. I, Frank Ryan, who was a very good friend of mine, he, I just remember him saying that having them removed it you never completely get rid of it and like honestly that sometimes you just never know sometimes it can look worse than it than the actual tattoo and he said to learn to live with it 
Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm not going to go. I would not do it unless it became a much easier and better process. But that's the only one I regret. Yeah. I think my favorite tattoos are my hand tattoos. I love my hand tattoos. Mm -hmm. It's funny because like mine are like the most simple things, you know, obviously. But I, I just really like them and I get a lot of compliments on them. Yeah. I love mine too. Yeah. Where do you remember the name of the place that's like the go-to place to get tattoos here? I can't remember. Oh, I don't What's really know. I'm, I don't know any tattoo places. Honestly, I don't really know any place. There's so many places in LA, but I'm I'm not like familiar with all of them. Usually, Molly's getting a tattoo, and I just say, "Oh, I'm coming too." <laughs> uh, so that's that's how I usually end up getting mine. So I'm not really good with that either. Yeah. All right. Next question. Y'all, this is Sneaky from Dublin, but currently live from France. I went home for the summer to spend time with my family and get vaccinated. I'm happy to report that I'm fully vaccinated and relaxed. Um, my question today is for Tish the Dish. I was wondering if uh, you remember the first time you looked at Billy Ray and thought, oh gosh, I love this man. How did it feel? What made you think that? And do you still have moments today where he says or does something that gives you butterflies? And just love to hear you talk about how much you love him. And it's really cute. That's it for me. Love y'all. Love the pod. Love Astra. Please, Brandy, keep the Astra content coming. It's so cute. Okay. Yeah. Bye. I'm going to take a little content of Azzy right now because she's looking so cute. I will say, I actually do remember, and it was, you and I had these conversations this morning. Brandy and I actually talked about this very thing this morning, and uh, it's so funny because I really actually do remember, like, the first time that Billy Ray and I talked, that in that moment, like, I actually do feel like I knew exactly at that moment that I loved him, and that, not that I loved him. I guess at that moment, it's kind of like, it's like this attraction, this either you have chemistry or you, or there is an attraction or you don't. That's how I feel. I feel like, you know, Brandy and I were also talking, like there's so many people that meet people that don't know immediately and fall in love. For me, it wasn't like that. I feel like I either know right then or I, I just am like that and I need to feel passionate. And in that moment, I did. And literally we've been together ever since. Like I just knew. And it's funny because I talked about so many people was like, I don't understand. Like that can't happen. But like I said, my mom and my dad met on a Monday and got married on a Friday and they were so in love. I never saw them not in love and were married until my dad passed away. And I think you can know. And so for me, literally Billy Ray drove me home one night and we set out on a curb in front of my house until the sun came up, came up in like June, I think of 1991. But it was like a summer night and it was just so awesome. And I'll always remember it. So Aww, yeah, it was perfect. You absolutely perfect. Great for you. Mm-hmm. And as for now, there is just like, I love the way you're, she asked what it else gives me better flaws. Honestly, he just like his jeans just fit him just right. I hate when you say this. I like, honestly, you know what? It's because most guys, like I am weird. Like I need a jeans to fit. I hate guys that have jeans like pulled up high. There's a lot of guys that wear their jeans like that. It is weird. (laughs) Your dad's jeans, which I buy, uh, like, honestly, they just fit him so cute. And they, he had the length is just right with his boots. And he, like, honestly, he just is cute to me. Like, I just look at your dad and go, he's just cute. You're as complete. I know. <laughs> I know. He doesn't do a his lot else to give me better flaws. I mean, his jeans. And you know what? I love your dad's hands. Your dad has such, you know what? I just like, he still gives me butterflies and makes Mom, me go, he's crazy. cute. You are literally insane. You're I so can't have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> She's going, She's going um, straight over to see dad after this podcast. Seriously. Oh my Lord. Are we done with the gushing? I 
Everything fell. God. Too much. All right. Let's see what else we got here. And I love him in a baseball hat, especially Mom. when it's turned around backwards. No, I hate a backwards hat. Oh, my God. A backwards baseball hat on your dad is everything. I Because his know. face is just so cute. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Hi, ladies. I do listen to you guys every week, and it recently has been brightening my days because things have been interesting lately. I just had a question. My actually, it's kind of ironic because my cousin has just passed away. He had an addiction, and the ironic thing is, I'm sharing this with the world. And my question is, how do you tell other people who ask what happened? I'm not necessarily ashamed by it, but for coworkers and my employees, it's very hard to explain. And I obviously want people to remember him in the best of ways and not think negatively because addictions are serious. And unfortunately, it took his life at the young age of 29. Uh, So, yeah, any advice would be great. Thanks. uh, That is so sad. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, like... I, I don't even know, but I just, I feel like people now understand addiction so much more. And I think everyone knows probably someone with addictions. And I just think we're so much more understanding. And I think also just with COVID, I think more people that actually had kind of beaten their addiction. So many people kind of went backwards during COVID because whether you're alone or fear or just sad, I mean, the world was in such a different place that I can easily see how people could have started addictions or definitely kind of regressed in those, you know, ways, whether it's alcohol or whatever that addiction is. And honestly, like, I just feel like there's just no shame in that at all anymore because I think life is hard and different people with different, like even whether it's, you know, like a mental illness as far as anxiety or depression, I'm sure it's, it's easier like to do things to mask that or make yourself feel better or just get through it. That, I mean, I think it's so easily to see how somebody could fall into that. So What's your thoughts? Well, I agree with everything you said, but I also think, you know, you are not obligated to tell anyone anything that you're not comfortable with. So I think if you're, I mean, I don't know if you are, but like, I'm a a bit of a people pleaser. So sometimes like I have to catch myself where I feel like obligated to tell somebody things where sometimes I stop myself and I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm not obligated to like tell anyone the full story. Like you're not, you know, like, I don't know. I think like you can find a way to like explain it to people that makes you feel comfortable to where you feel like you're still honoring their memory. And it's just totally up to you. Like as you can tell as much or as little as you want. And I think you just kind of need to like figure out what those boundaries are. I'm really big on boundaries these days. Great. Yeah. I'm getting better at that. You are getting better. Uh Mm -hmm. I think boundaries are huge too. Yeah. Very important. Okay. We've got one more. Hi, Tristan Brandy. My name is Ashlyn. I'm from Alton, Illinois. It's on the other side of the bridge from St. Louis, Missouri. I have been a Cyrus family fan, the whole family, forever. Obviously grew up with Miley, but also Metro Station was the bomb. Trace smiled at me at a concert in middle school. It made my life. And I've really been enjoying becoming a fan of you guys. I feel like I slept on you guys forever. You're hilarious. And your podcast makes my day. So my question is going to be a little on the heavier side. But basically, I lost my grandma a couple years ago. I know that you guys recently lost your mammy. I saw a post that Noah made a little while ago about it, and it just really hit me very hard. I was wondering, what do you guys do to feel like you're keeping her spirit alive and just keeping her with you guys, Um, if that makes sense? I'm having a really amazing year. I'm getting married. I'm working full-time as an esthetician, which is no small feat. It's been an uphill battle in this pandemic. And I really just 
missed feeling connected to her, and I was wondering if you guys had any suggestions. And uh, sorry if this message is a little broken up. I am most definitely stoned. Hope you girls are having a great day. I love this question. <clears throat> Trace smiled at me in middle school. LOL. <laughs> that is so funny. But no, I think I really like this question because I think one of the ways that I feel like we also like the other day, uh, actually Billy Ray sent me a picture of my mom that I actually had never seen before. And I sent it out to all the kids. And I think just doing things like that and everybody's like, oh, and it was like big. She was smiling really big. And then, you know, that opened up Brandy to saying, yeah, I've been thinking about her a lot lately. I'm headed to Kentucky Horse Park and that's going to be hard because she always did that with mom. But I think just little things like that. And Noah bought, got me a necklace that has a picture of my mom when she's like 16 on it. And it's so beautiful. And she got her one and me one. And so I think just little things like that, that we keep doing. Molly actually called me two days ago to tell me she was crying because she just woke up and was dreaming about Mammy. And she said it was so like, she hated waking up because, you know, she was so happy because she was talking to mom. And I was like, but that's still so amazing. You know, just knowing that we still every day, like think about her and talk about her and, in pictures. I just think that's so important. And it really, you know, is what keeps me going and, and just having all those good memories that we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, it's easy to not talk about somebody that's not here because you think, Oh, that'll make me sad if I talk about it or, you know, think about it. But I think the more you do talk about them and think about them, it actually is so great when you can like smile, like look at that photo and smile and laugh and and keep their memory alive by just like remembering the great times. I think that's such a beautiful thing. And it's so much better when you can just do that instead of, you know, guarding yourself because you're scared of feeling like sad and hurt. I think you almost like are, you know, hurting yourself by doing that instead of continuing to talk about them and keeping them a part of your life because you can absolutely do that and still smile and laugh. And I think that like for Mammy, I think that she would want that. I don't think she would want us to sit around and just be sad all the time thinking about her um, or not talking about her because we think it makes us sad. I think she would much rather us sit around and smile and laugh and tell stories about her um, and remember the good times, you know? Is it funny? Because even Brazen, who I wouldn't even think he would remember this about mom. So my mom, she just, she was so partial to my girls. Like she mm -hmm. just, and I think it was because that like I was her only child and I was a girl and that's kind of what she knew. And she mm -hmm. loves everything girly, you yeah. know, like mom was the ultimate uh, loved makeup and hair yes. and clothes. And she loved to be in a stage mom and she just loved every second of it. And I was always partial to the boys when they were young and which is weird, but I, I think, I think boys just show so much more emotion to their moms. Mm -hmm. Like they're just like, they are mama's boys. They just are, they are just so close to their moms. And so it was so funny. So with bear, we were talking about it and I was talking to bear and I was like, and you're always going to be my favorite little, because oh, you were first and you love your Gigi because he, when he sees me, he cannot stop smiling. Oh, I'm sure. And I, he was like, and I, I said something. He goes, Mammy's staying right now. You better be good to Brazen when Brazen is a girl, too. Because, you know, he, and I, it was just funny that he knew just like that about uh -huh. mom. Yeah. That mom was so about the girls. That's so and it was just girls. funny for me to go, oh, it's, it's funny that he knows that. Uh-huh. It was so cute. It's so true. Oh, man. All it's right. True. So you got any, uh. You got any baked goods for us? I feel like we've been slacking on the baked goods. I feel, you know what? When I go to Nashville, I kind of just, I don't know. I just go off grid and don't get as much or I'm not needing as much or let me look here. I'm trying to find my stupid my orders. Oh, you know what? I ordered. I always like we, my, our whole family has to sleep with like a fan. Have at to. least white noise. I actually prefer a fan. But mm -hmm. I am so sick of just having a fan sitting out in my room. I know, I am too. I just can't take it anymore. So actually, Molly ordered a new wind machine, and it sounded so good that I ended up ordering two. Well, I want one. One for here and one for LA. It was not expensive, and I really like the sound. 
Okay. So I'll put that up. Again, it's like white noise. It just makes you have the best sleep. And this one was only like $28. Whoa. And it was really good. And it's like a wood tone. Oh, I see it. And so it looks really cute too. And it's not like this big white thing setting on your nightstand. Like it actually looks pretty. Uh-huh. So I'm going to put that up. And I actually really, really love it. Okay. I'm, um, I'm literally putting it in my cart right now. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and what else did I order? Actually, I ordered Bear a little and it had such great reviews. This little pillow even though his head's perfect, I want it to oh, stay boy. that way, but it's a pillow. And then like, it's really good because the sides wrap around the baby's head. So it actually makes it not be able to turn over either. Mm-hmm. And it has this little hole for the crown because a lot of babies will sleep the same way and their heads, like it makes their head shape more coney. Mm-hmm. And so this is to prevent it from doing that. And it was only like 10 bucks or something like that. But honestly, he loves it really and yes I think it props his neck up a little bit too and so I got that for uh for him and I'm just like it's just great all right honestly guys that's all my baked goods you've been toning down the Amazon shopping yeah but I'm sure I'll start back up I actually need to do toaster for Mm. here I need need a few things for the basement because um, I'm needing a good set of knobs Oh, yeah. Like, I, I was trying to cut too. some sourdough bread today, and it just was not happening. I was trying to cut some sourdough bread. <laughs> and I need a new toaster, and I think uh, I might splurge and get one of those cute smegs. I love the smegs. They're right? Really, uh-huh. So cute. Uh-huh. Maybe I'll do that now. All right. So, if you guys haven't That's seen cute. a line of toasters and coffee pots by Smeg, they're so cute. They look a little retro, mm-hmm. um, but they're just look so pretty that you don't mind leaving them setting out. Yeah. Um, and so, I think I am finally going to get one of those. Stella has that in the coffee pot. And yeah, what color are hers? White. That's the ones I like. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, cute. anyway, well, guys, it's been real. So, so um, anyway, because I, I have a meeting. Oh, you do. <laughs> I do. Wow. So good for you. Here I go. All right. Sounds good. Love you, stoners. Okay. Um, I guess we will be coming at you next week. Talking paradise. Can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. All right. Love you, stoners. Okay. Love you, stoners. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, I'm Alana Dunn and I'm the host of Seeing Other People. As an early Hinge employee, a modern dater, and now a fiance, I know the dating world maybe a little too intimately. I'm here to make you feel less alone in your dating journey, whatever it may look like. Don't have a date for tonight? No problem. Whether you're looking for love or just want to laugh and commiserate with others, tune in to Seeing Other People as we explore the roller coaster that is the ever-evolving world of dating. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.